Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y. Smith. Now today, I am going to cover a new root that can form from the seed of peril, and that root is called the root of bargaining. So let's just go ahead and define it. Bargaining is a line of defense against the emotions of grief. It helps you postpone the sadness and the confusion or even the hurt. Now the scripture reference that I use comes from Mark chapter 14 verse 36 which says, And he said, Abba Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not that I will, but what you will. And again, that's Mark chapter 14, verse 36. Now, when you are in the root of bargaining, you try to look for ways to help you get past the feelings of hurt or sadness that you are feeling. Whether you create different situations or scenarios to help you deal with it, or maybe you find ways to let go of some of the feelings that you have. Either way guides you to find ways to maintain a sense of control while still processing your level of grief. Please understand that it is never easy to deal with a loss, and everyone processes that information differently. Some people have a hard time facing the reality of the loss, so as a result, they may keep themselves busy so that they don't have to just think about it. The busyness also could be related to positive things that the person liked to do or wanted to do in life. So now they have started to do those things that that person that they have lost they actually are doing those things to kind of helping them get through it. Now, on the other hand, there may be times where you are not able to face the loss of your loved one. So you continue to have multiple situations going through your mind. These situations can range from you feeling guilty about it to you just trying to avoid it. The root of bargaining can be really hard to handle, especially if you are not willing to face the reality of it. Sometimes the guilt can stem from something that you kept putting off with them, such as maybe having a conversation about their health. Maybe you knew that they had a problem with their health and you didn't know how to have the conversation about it, so you just avoided it. Now, that person has passed away and you feel guilty because you didn't talk to them sooner. You now wish that you had said something to them because you feel as if they would still be here right now. Please, please do not take on that burden of guilt. First, you have to understand that if you are aware of a problem that your loved one had, I am sure that they were aware of it too. Also, just because you didn't say anything doesn't mean that someone else didn't say something to them. And they may just have chosen to not take the necessary steps to seek out the help that they needed. 
Of course, there can just be several different situations that could have taken place that you just may not be privy to. Whatever you do, please don't allow yourself to be consumed with that type of guilt. You can't carry the burdens of someone else's life. You just can't. Now, if you have been following along in this radio program since its inception, you know that the goal of conquering the seeds of destruction is for each person to pull up their own mirror and face the man or the woman in the mirror and to work through those issues that prevent them from being the child of God that God has created and destined them to be. It is not easy. It takes work and commitment and a willing desire to want to be better. However, know that God is with you each and every step of the way. I am here also to pray with you, to help you, to encourage you, and to motivate you to have the courage to live up to your full potential in doing God's will and fulfilling the purpose that he has for your life. Please believe in yourself and give yourself the permission to make a positive change in your life and in the lives of others. Now, in thinking about this root of bargaining, sometimes it is hard to even think that the enemy has his hand in the situation, but he does, especially if it causes you to be in a destructive state in your mentality. Facing the seed of peril and dealing with the root of grief and now the root of bargaining can just be overwhelming to your mental state. When thinking about the root of bargaining, many times you portray an image that you are handling situations. When people ask you how you're doing, you say that you are doing fine. You may even wear a smile and people think that you are recovering fine. And in some instances, you may even think the same. Now, I'm not saying that you are not making progression, but in the root of bargaining, there is still a lack of authenticity and that you are covering up what you are feeling and experiencing by doing other things to avoid the situation. You may not be processing everything because you really don't want to accept the fact of a person being gone in your life. As a result of this mentality, the enemy continues to feed upon your lack of being true to what you are experiencing, and more importantly, in you being true to yourself. Remember, he loves a false narrative, and he enjoys deception when it is taking place. He likes when you are not being honest to others and not seeking out the positive support that you need, especially if you are not seeking help from God. As hard and as difficult as it is, please try your best not to allow him to influence you to stay isolated and deal with these struggles by yourself. I know that you may not want to deal with people. And I understand that you don't want to feel as if you have to answer the many questions that may come at you. 
it is okay to keep some space and distance to allow yourself to heal. But try, try your best not to allow too much time to go by without any type of positive support. Take the time that you need and then allow the people that have your best interests at heart to love on you and comfort you. You will start to see that you really did need that attention from them. And hopefully it will continue to keep you encouraged as you journey through this. So now let's go ahead and take a look at our example in the Bible again with Naomi. So I'm going to actually be sharing from Ruth chapter 2 verses 15 through 18. And it says, And she said, Behold, thy sister-in-law is gone back unto her people and unto her gods. Return thou after thy sister-in-law. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For whether thou goest, I will go. And whether thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God, my God. Where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. When she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, then she left speaking unto her. And that's Ruth chapter 2, verses 15 through 18. Now, as you can see from these scriptures, Orpah left Naomi, but Ruth still chose to stay with her. Naomi still kept trying to convince Ruth to leave, but as time went on, it was obvious that Ruth was not going to leave Naomi alone. Ruth had also convinced Naomi that she would follow Naomi wherever she went, and she would even serve the same God that Naomi was serving. She even took it one step further and told her that wherever Naomi died, she would be at the same place also. Ruth had a strong loyalty to Naomi, and it also showed that she had a genuine care, concern, and love for her. Now, when you think about the types of relationships that can exist in our present society with the relationships, especially between a mother and a daughter-in-law, it is refreshing as well as a teachable moment of the type of relationship that can exist if both people are willing to put the time and effort into it. Many times you hear of the struggles between both women and you wonder how they can actually meet in the middle to get to a place of resolution and peace. The goal becomes both individuals wanting to work through their differences. If you have a genuine heart behind your actions, then nothing but good can come from it. Of course, that can sometimes be the challenge at hand because one person is not willing to put the time and effort into the relationship. And as a result, the mother and daughter-in-law relationships can get hostile as tensions begin to flare up. Now, seeing the relationship between Naomi and Ruth should be the essence of laying the foundation on how your relationships should grow and develop 
if you are faced with a similar situation. Try not to allow the negative narratives and the images that you may have in your mind to persuade you to do something differently than what God would have or want you to do. Keep checking in with him so that you can be pleasing in his sight. Now, as you continue to journey through this route of bargaining, it becomes imperative to face the situation that is in front of you. Please don't keep talking yourself either out of a situation to avoid dealing with it or giving yourself some talking points that are not conducive to your life. I know you may be at a place in your life where you are trying your best to handle the situation without allowing your vulnerabilities to be seen. You may not want people to see how fragile you are. If that is you out there, please find a way to be true to you and allow the necessary healing to take place. It's okay to be emotional. It's okay to share your hurt with people that love you and care about you. It's okay if you don't have all the answers that you are searching for. It's okay because you are human. Please don't beat yourself up and please allow God to come into your heart and meet you right where you are and then know that he is always with you. Now Joshua chapter 1 verse 9 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And again, that's Joshua 1 verse 9. If you can hold on to this scripture and meditate on it, it will continue to help you face the battle that is in front of you. You will continue to feel God's presence in your life and you will prayerfully start to accept the things that you need to in order to start to move forward in your life. He doesn't want you to give up on hope on him and he doesn't want you to give up hope for yourself. Unfortunately, if you don't receive his help and you keep listening to the voices in your head, as well as the enemy's voices, then the enemy will begin to plan a new route that I see I'm probably going to have to cover tomorrow. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email destruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.